Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, here we go. It's a brand new Flyers Daily for January 3rd, Tuesday, as the Philadelphia Flyers come off a three-game win, ski- win streak to wrap up a West Coast trip and accomplish something they've never accomplished. Now, the three California teams, San Jose, L.A., and the Anaheim Ducks have all been in California together since 1993. Flyers have never gone into California and swept all three games. They did that on this trip. Game one started out in San Jose. Flyers got the win there in San Jose. It was their first overtime win of the season, 4-3. to three. Then they went to Los Angeles. They got a 4-2 win against the Kings, the second-place team in the Pacific Division of the Western Conference, and a 4-1 win over the Anaheim Ducks last night. And I know that San Jose and Anaheim are not in their prime right now. I totally get it. And they are two teams that are in a process of retooling, rebuilding, whatever you want to call it, and maybe at different places. Uh, But you can't choose who your opponents are or what they are when you play them. You have to go out and treat it like a business trip and workmanlike. And that's what the Flyers did. They played three good hockey games. They came away with three good wins. They're scoring goals. They're a team that has struggled to score this year in the three games. I mean, even going back, go all the way back to the game against Columbus, a 5-3 win, five goals. There's an empty netter in there, sure. They lose to Toronto, 4-3. They lose to Carolina, 6-5. So seven goals in those two games, but they end up losing both of them. Then they get four goals against San Jose, four goals against the Kings, and four goals against Anaheim. It's a lot easier to win in the NHL when you win the race to four, and that's what they've done. Now, they didn't win the race to four against Carolina. They were down 6-2. They didn't win the race to four. They never got to four against Toronto. But you get to four, that's the number. That's the number you're racing towards, and the Flyers uh, get a third straight win. They haven't won three straight games since the first three games of the season. When, when this thing opened up all the way back on October 13th, they got a 5-2 win over New Jersey, a 3-2 win over Vancouver, and a 3-2 win over Tampa Bay. Since then, they hadn't won three straight games. Won three straight games with this win uh, over Anaheim last night. Now, the goal scorers for the Flyers, and I think this is interesting. So if you look at the score sheet over a lot of the games recently, the the large group of guys that are ending up on the score sheet are 25 years of age and younger. That's a great thing. Does it portend for a great future? In some ways, it certainly helps. Look, you still need more high-end talent. You still need more talent, period. End of sentence. But in this game last night, Joel Farabee picked up his seventh goal to open the scoring, assisted by Cates and Konechny. Connection all under 25 years of age. The second goal, Comes in the first period as well, 10:36. Morgan Frost, assisted by Cam York and Joel Farabee, all under 25 years of age. Uh, the second period, Travis Konechny, assisted by Kevin Hayes and Noah Cates, two of the three under 25 years of age. Scott Lawton gets a, a goal, assisted by Kevin Hayes in the third period, and that makes it 4 nothing Flyers. So all said and done, the under 25 guys that ended up on the score sheet in this game. Cates with two assists, Konechny with a goal, York with an assist, uh, Farabee with a goal and an assist, and Frost with a goal. Seven points for your players that are under 25. So let's take it a step further 
And I'm going to include Owen Tippett in this as well. And we'll start with Travis Konechny because, obviously, he's been the Flyers' best player, soup to nuts, this season. He's played in 26 games. He now has 15 goals, or in his last 26 games, I should say. He now has 15 goals and 15 assists and 30 points in those 25 games. On the season, he's got great numbers as well. And he's just been a catalyst for the Flyers in all different ways. He has got two power play goals, two shorthanded goals, three game-winning goals, nine even strength goals, and five power play points. I mean, in over 20 minutes of ice time, all situations player. And I think the biggest and most pronounced element when I look at Travis Konechny's season, of all elements, is the fact that this season, in 31, 32 games played, he's got 19 goals, 17 assists for 36 points. But the most impressive number or element of his game log is this. He has only gone two games without a point one time this season. One time. And that was back on October 22nd and October 23rd. It was Nashville and San Jose. Saturday in Nashville, then that Sunday in San, against San Jose where he got benched in the third period along with Kevin Hayes. That's the only time this season he's gone back-to-back games without a point. Now, in the Nashville game, he played over 21 minutes. Flyers won that game. He was a plus two in the game. San Jose, he was a minus two. Uh, but other than that, two, game, two points, two points, zero points. Two points, zero, zero, which is those two games. Then he goes two points, one point, zero points. Two points, one point, two point, one, 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 two, zero, one, 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 zero, one, 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 zero, two, 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 one, one. I mean, you want consistency out of your players. That is consistency. Only one time this season. Morgan Frost in his last 10 games. Now has five goals and four assists. It's nine points. Now, does this mean that Morgan Frost is a lock to be whatever, what everybody hoped he was when he was drafted and started developing? No, it doesn't. It's a small sample size. But in his last 10 games, he is starting to figure it out. And it's it's all about taking these two steps forward and not taking three steps back or taking any steps back. This is the type of play that Morgan Frost needs to produce. And again, five goals, four assists, nine points in his last 10 games, playing just under 18 minutes a game. Let's look at Cam York. We know he didn't start the season with the team, but in his last, now nine games, Cam York has a goal and six assists. So he has got seven points in his nine games from the blue line, and he's been juggling partners pretty much every game. Provorov a couple games, he was with Sanheim, or he was with Sealer. He's been was with Braun last night. He's played with Tony D'Angelo. He's been all over the place. Left side, right side, that's good. Joel Farabee, we know, has been erratic this year, has had some pretty long stretches without uh, much production. But over his now last six games, Joel Farabee's got two goals and three assists and five points. We kn- I think we know what Farabee is. We need to see him get back there because we know what he is uh, when he's healthy. We've seen it. So that's a good thing. And then Owen Tippett, who didn't end up on the score sheet last night, 
In the nine games prior to that, nine games played, five goals, four assists, nine points, playing over 15 minutes a game. And these are the players you're relying on to build a foundation that you can hopefully in the draft or however they need to acquire it, add that high-end talent. And if you can add a couple pieces of high-end talent and really get this you know, team moving in the right direction from a threat standpoint on the ice where when you have certain guys that jump over the boards, it scares the living you-know-what out of the opposition because they can just make plays. If you Look, it's easier said to, than to find high-end talent than it is to do. Look, you may need a little luck in the lottery. And I know these wins don't help their lottery position. It lessens their odds. I get it. But, again, if you want them to have the highest odds, look at the team they played last night. Look at the Anaheim Ducks. They've got talent. There's guys on that team that can play. Like Trevor Zegers is one of the most exciting young players in the NHL. I hear it all the time when he scores a Michigan goal or any of that stuff. The Anaheim Ducks have now played 38 games this year. They have three, three regulation wins. I I almost don't even know how that's possible, in all honesty, to only have three regulation wins. Look, you're Flyer fans. You're listening to this podcast. You know what this season has been. It's not been kind. It's been tough. The Flyers have 13 regulation wins. They have 10 more regulation wins than that team you faced last night in Anaheim. That's pretty insane. So imagine how bad you got to be to be at the bottom of it. Like right now, the Flyers have a 6.5% chance to land the number one overall pick. The Chicago Blackhawks have the worst record in the NHL. They have 20 points, 20 standings points. The Flyers have 35 standings points. And the the Flyers have that 6.5% chance to land the top pick. And the Blackhawks, it's 12% better. An 18.5% chance. Doesn't get any higher than 185 So th- that part is what it is. And I almost want to stop talking and even mentioning that, but I know that that's a talking point on social media right now. But it's good to see the under 25-year-old core start to take steps. That was a big element of this season. That was one of the big, big jobs of John Tortorella. Find out who the of these young guys that have been in the organization, whether it's Frost or Farabee or whether it's York, eventually maybe Bobby Brink here soon, another guy, Cates. Find out who can play, who's who can be part of this thing going forward, and find out who can't. And then you look at guys like Konechny and Provorov and getting them pointing in the right direction. I'd say Travis Konechny's probably uh, – performed pretty well under John Tortorella. And the coaching style seems to work on him. He was a guy that was benched earlier in the year against San Jose for a period. How has he responded since that game? It's pretty pronounced how he's responded since that game. I mean, I can break down his numbers from that San Jose game. That was the one where he had the second game with no points. Since then, 26 games played. 
15 goals, 15 assists, 30 points. More than a point-per-game player. Contributing on the PK. TK on the PK. We didn't think we'd see that. So these are good elements. I'm not saying to get crazy and start saying, oh, it's going to be quicker than we thought that the team gets back into relevancy when it comes to play. I'm not saying any of that. The hard part still lies ahead, and it's in a couple of areas. One, it's these young players and and even guys like Konechny. It's not even been a half a season yet. We need to see more. Konechny's had a great first half. Can he sustain it? Is that sustainable for him? Is it sustainable for Morgan Frost, what he's done over his last 10, to move that into the entirety of the second half of this season? Is it sustainable for Joel Farabee to get it going again right now? Is it sustainable for Noah Cates? All these guys. That's what we got to find out. We're starting to get some answers. They're not complete answers yet, but we're starting to get some. And that's a good thing. Flyers will be back on Thursday when they take on the Arizona Coyotes back home here at Wells Fargo Center. And uh, we'll preview that coming up on Thursday. But we've got a couple days in between. We'll have some interesting content and conversations between now and then. Got to get Sam Harrison on the show here. We're going to talk to him after a very good road trip for the Flyers' young netminder. So, everybody, thanks for listening. Enjoy the win today. And we'll talk to you tomorrow on a brand new Flyers game.